Well, the Lightning fell flat in their second game of their road trip, but I'm still treating this as a win. We talked about last night's loss alongside Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point still playing out of their minds. We talk about all of that more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I just want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We're talking today about last night's loss to the Minnesota Wild 5 1 on the road of the second leg of their third game, uh, three game road trip. We're also talking about Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov. So, Let's talk about those two guys to start things off. Now, Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov, who I firmly believe we have been seeing just a, another level of play. When I say another level of play, I mean a, a level of play that the rest of the NHL might might think is another level of play, where to these to us – we're looking at this as just another, you know, maybe these performances as as just another day, another season of these guys playing and proving while they're why they're great players. But one might think that, but at the same time, you look at their 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 stats this season compared to last season, even how they've been playing over the last month, and and even with Kucherov dating back to Thanksgiving. These guys have been playing great. Now, to put her, to put it in perspective, uh, even in even in losses, uh, we still see a ton of production from these guys. Now, Kucherov since Thanksgiving, uh, eighteen games played, three goals. But on the other side of that, twenty six points total. So that brings you out to twenty three assists, and. I have to say I am overly impressed, but also at the same time conflicted because if you know anything about me in this show, and if you haven't already, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the pod. I feel like this team is so much better when Kucherov is shooting the puck, when when he's actively involved uh, in the offensive attack. And, and what I mean is when he is – uh, when he is really being aggressive, when he is tallying off, ripping off five five shots a game, uh, really taking the puck in deep. This year, we haven't been seeing a lot of that. I mean, we've we've seen little short bursts, but what we've seen from Kucherov is he's really passing the puck off almost to a certain degree prematurely. And listen. I'm not going to complain about it. I mean, I can't complain about it, but at the same time, it's working. He's making the players around him better. And to show you how big of an impact he has, out of those uh, 23 assists that he has since Thanksgiving, and if you're not sure what game that is, that's the St. Louis game, 
14 of those are even strength assists. So that, that shows you that uh, not only is he making guys better on the power play, but he is also having uh, just as good of an effect uh, on the even strength, which is a huge deal. I, I feel like the Lightning go through these stretches, not only when they can't score on the power play, but the roles are reversed where they could only score on the power play and they can't score on five on five. But when you have someone who is really as gifted as Cooch, uh, being able to set up his teammates, and and we saw last night, and and the last previous, the the, the last couple of games as well, uh, how well he is, or or just how good his ability is of threading the needle, passing it through traffic on on, you know, really if you if you really want to think about it, not many players in the NHL can make these passes consistently, and he does it about two to three times a night, so that shows you what other level he's on. And to kind of get you a little bit of a sense of where he is as opposed to next year and how well he's playing. Now he's ten games away from his 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 game his games played total from last year. As we all know, he was hurt last year for quite a bit. Uh, had forty seven games played, and then thirty seven so far this year. Twenty five goals last season, thirteen goals this year. Uh, 44 assists um, last year and 41 this year. So uh, that brings his point total to 54 in the season, which is only 15 behind of what he got last year. Now, if we could, if we could see him play a full season or at least get close to 80 games, I think he has a very good chance at this at this rate to really uh, get to that 100 point mark. But I, I really think, and, and I've been talking about this over the past month, and and you know you're starting to see it with the players and their numbers because sometimes it doesn't always reflect. But when guys like Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point, Braden Point, who we will talk about in the second uh, segment, when these guys are rolling on all cylinders, it really makes a world of difference uh, f- for the rest of the team. Now, obviously that didn't really translate well into last night's game against the the, the wild uh they lost by four goals which really i kind of warned everybody about about this game on the previous episode because this was just a classic example of you know the lightning starting out slow and the wild coming out with a head full of steam and then something a little bit different though happened in this game it was the fact that the wild kept coming out and throwing punches and where the lightning even though it didn't reflect in the goal department still were were chipping away at the momentum that the wild were bringing and it resulted in a power play goal from Braden point a fantastic uh <clears throat> passing play from coach the hegel to point another fine example of Nikita Kucherov uh, <clears throat> coming up big and 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 really helping his team out when they need it most. Um, but you know, I'm not going to put the whole blame on him. Uh, everybody has their bad nights, but really, what it came down to last night was uh, Brian Elliott playing for a sick Andre Vasilevsky uh, just didn't have his best his best stuff last night. 
And really, you know, we've spoken so much about how well uh, Brian Elliott has played this entire season. And so, you know, even for a backup goaltender, he has played marvelous. He's, he's through, through 11 games played, he's eight, three, eight and three. So with a, with a goals against average of 3.17, uh, save percentage of eight, nine, seven. Now that those numbers are a little, you know, may not be pleasing to the eye just because of, you know, him not playing as many games, you know, he's playing 11, he's only played 11 games this year. I think if, <clears throat> I think if he was playing more, I think those numbers would look a lot better, but for a backup goaltender, um, and he made some great saves last night. He, he really, there were situations where this game could have gotten very, very ugly for him. But like I said, I still think he played well. I still think he made a lot of good saves. Uh, he really gave the lightning more than enough opportunities to stay, stay in this game. And, and the lightning did, you know, uh, just because it was a four goal deficit, uh, when the final buzzer rang doesn't mean it was a bad game played and like i said <clears throat> you saw a good performance from elliot and net you also saw good things from nikita kucherov uh throughout this game as well setting his team his his teammates up what most notably that pass to nick Pervix, who on the rush who just couldn't he couldn't just get it home uh he couldn't just set it home in front of his 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 family there in attendance so uh i'm sure as time goes on uh, Pervix is going to figure out how to bury those those pucks, but really happy with the way this team played overall, regardless of the loss. Uh, and, and even with uh, Braden Point last time, obviously picking up another goal, it seems like every time we have we we, we record an episode, Braden Point's coming off and scoring another goal and another goal and another goal. So uh, he's a goal st- scoring machine right now. Uh, so we'll talk about him in the second segment and why I think 100% now, if it hasn't been already, because I haven't heard anything from the main media, from the NHL media, I firmly believe that we need to start having the conversation about Braden Point being in the Hart Trophy conversation. So we'll talk about that in just a bit. But first, I want to remind you that today's episode of Locked on Lightning is brought to you by BetOnline.net. Now, BetOnline.net is your number one source for your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the NHL. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So once again, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. So I really think now, because I I, I feel like it's borderline blasphemous at this point to not have the discussion at least for, for Braden Point being in the Hart Trophy conversation. And some of you or or some Lightning fans may think that is absolutely ridiculous that, you know, I am somewhat, I might be somewhat delusional. But really, I mean, you know, in this situation, when you look at what Braden Point's done, because I don't want anybody sitting there and telling me it's all about stats, stats, stats. 
yeah, at the end of the year, it may look that way. Things even out that way as it goes, as things unfold over the course of the season. But really what it comes down to, I mean, Braden Point, and, and I might be a little biased here, but at the same time, I think my my bias is completely legit. When you look at what Braden Point has done this year and you compare that to other teams and where the best players on those teams who are producing, uh, where those players currently are at and where their teams are at, I want you to name a player in the NHL who has consistently on a nightly basis come out, produce pretty much almost to a fault, carried the team on his back at times, uh, and really done a good job of, of not only because we'll have, you'll have players out there who, and, and prime example is this is Connor McDavid in years past putting up crazy numbers and the Oilers still don't win the division. Now, it, this year, I firmly believe, you know, one can make the one can make the argument if Braden Point isn't playing the way he's playing or he was hurt. I think we can make I think the conversation could be had that the Lightning aren't as close to the Toronto Maple Leafs. They don't go 10 and three in December without Braden Point's performance. They they certainly aren't as ahead as they are in the standings ahead of of Detroit. So I, I really think that, and, and I already know, just because I know how the NHL voting works right now, I, I know what were, was going to happen. You know, at the end of the year, unfortunately, unless point just goes absolutely to another level of of play, which it's very possible. I wouldn't be not be surprised if, if Point is actually in the top five in goals scored uh, at the end of the season um, because I don't think he's going to get up there in points. Uh, I just think that he is really more of a goal scorer at this point in his career. Um, if anybody has a, a chance to be in the top five in points at the end of the season, I think it's probably Kucherov. Uh, he's he's going to have to maybe score a couple more goals here and there uh, as the season goes along. But Braden Point, I think, really, if he's going to s- really kind of put his stamp on the Hart Trophy conversation, which I highly doubt is even on his mind right now, I think that he needs to continue this play. I think he maybe at cert- maybe get a couple of two goal games here, maybe a hat trick here and there. Um, Right now, since uh, the beginning of December, and, and this shows how big of an effect, like I said, the Lightning went 10-3 and three throughout that span, uh, just snapped a five-game winning streak. Uh, throughout, since since the beginning of December, Braden Point, 15 games, 15 points, 12 goals. Two power play goals. Uh, four game-winning goals, two even-strength goals, and one power play assist. Uh, ten of those are even-strength uh, goals, sorry, and and two of those are even-strength assists. So he is having an immense effect on this team's long-term and current success right now. And I think it's time that the NHL completely uh, buys into that because I feel like every year we're having this conversation with Braden Point that – Oh, he's right on the he's right on the edge. He's one of the rising stars. He's he's 
he's right on the outside looking in in terms of being the next big thing. Listen, he is the he is one of the big things now, and he's shown it through his recent style of play, his recent level of play, and, and I think for anyone else to suggest otherwise that he is not at least in the top five or I think right now top three, because really when you look at these players that, you know, whether you want to look at goals as just a measuring stick, if you want to look at points as a measuring stick, that's fine. But you can't sit there and tell me that Braden point is not having a better season than Bo Harvett or than than Mark Shifley or Jack Hughes or Cole Caulfield. Or last night's one of last night's goal scorers, Kareli Kaprizov. Braden Point means more to their team, more to the Tampa Bay Lightning than those players that I just said. And even if you look at some of these other players that I've listed, Braden Point means more to this Lightning team than Eric Carlson means to the San Jose Sharks. Listen, the Sharks aren't going nowhere this year. Braden Point could be the make or break between uh, losing in the second or third round or winning a Stanley Cup. You know, we could have this conversation all day. I, I think at the end of the day, Braden Point means more to the Tampa Bay Lightning than Ryan Nugent Hopkins does to the Edmonton Oilers. I think he means more to his team than Elias Peterson Pedersen means to the Vancouver Canucks. Don't aren't you seeing the theme here? Even with Tage Thompson with the Buffalo Sabres, who has had a phenomenal year, one of the up and coming stars. He is one of the up and coming stars, not Braden Point. All the players that I'm listing right now, that I'm talking about right now, and and maybe some people will feel the same way about Jason Robertson and the Dallas Stars. At the end of the year, and, and I know the Hart Trophy is a measurement of how you what you mean to your team in the regular season, but at the end of the day, you know, we could make the case that Tage Thompson, you know, his his 55 points right now for the Buffalo Sabres can very well just mean the difference between them being in fifth and in last place in this division. You know, Jason Robertson's uh, 26 goals could be the difference between the Dallas Stars being in the top of their division or being third. Now, we also have to consider that also Colorado is in that division and they have a slew of injuries going on right there. So there's a ton of variables in play but at the end of the day nobody has had a bigger effect on their team's current success than Braden Point has so a hundred percent Braden Point without a doubt belongs in the top three conversation right now as we are talking on January 5th as one of the best players in the NHL and in the Hart Trophy conversation so wrapping things up on the show now, the Lightning, just as quickly as I predicted that they were going to get their win streak to double digits, it ended in, in the flash of an eye. But like I said, I have been really happy with the way that they have played over the course of, you know, we could even, you know, I said December was a big month for them. We could even go back to after uh, Thanksgiving. That, that Blues game as a measuring stick. I think that's really when things went to another level. Not that, that the Lightning weren't playing well going into Thanksgiving. I think they were kind of... I I, I think, you know, they, they found their footing after the Washington game. 
when they were playing those back-to-back games against them, and they won six-three in Tampa, and and then they they rattled off three straight, uh, four straight after that. I mean, three straight after that, and then I I think that they had a little bit of a reality check against Boston uh, on that Monday night right before Thanksgiving, and I think having those couple of days off. As much as I really don't like Tampa Bay having those many days off because I feel like they're a team that really thrives on on the consistency of the schedule and, and being some in some sort of routine. You know, we saw how much success they had last year with or in the excuse me, in the shortened season where um, they were playing every other day. Now I think that that game that 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 Friday game on the 25th against the blues really gave them a lot to look at what, what, how they performed in that game. And they said, huh, now we know that this works. Now we know that that works. And we saw that through their, their fantastic month of the month of December. And we saw that in the game against Chicago the other night. And we even saw that in little spurts against Minnesota Last night, even though yes, it, there was a there were some things that were left to be desired, but at the end of the day, I thought there was more positivity than negativity that came out of this game. Um, I I think you know as well as Elliot played in this game. I think if we had the scheduled starter and Vasilevsky and Ned, if he was healthy, and you know obviously, you know it wasn't sick or anything, it was a hundred percent ready to go. I. I, I'm I'm inclined to believe that this game would have resulted in a different way, um, and I think that you know we might see that. Hopefully, you know I I haven't heard anything about Vasilevsky just yet. I I would imagine maybe he just had some sort of cold. Uh, hopefully, it's not something that is going to be keep him out for Friday's game because uh, this game against the Jets on Friday. I think I, I I've really been looking forward to it because you know. Anytime you want to see Vasilevsky measure up against one of the other top goaltenders in the league, uh, that's that's really a treat, not only as a Lightning fan, but as a hockey fan. So, um, and, and you get to see how guys like Nikita Kucherov, how Braden Point, those guys who have been having f- phenomenal seasons, especially Point, who, like I said, I firmly believe is in the Hart Trophy conversation. You want to see what he could do in – in the opportunities that are afforded him against a top goaltender like Connor Hellebuck. So hopefully we get to see both those guys on Friday night. Uh, if not, if Vasilevsky is unable to go, then Elliot will have to man down the fort, uh, hold down the fort until Vasilevsky comes back. I, I mean, I would be very shocked. Um, and I'm not going to speculate as to what could be ailing him. Um, but I think that since we haven't heard anything that could potentially keep him out of Friday's game right now at the moment of this recording, I think that's a good news. I think that's positive news uh, that we should see him on Friday and definitely on Monday against Columbus, which, and even, even Vancouver, I think now, and and one of our listeners um, off the top of my head, I'm not entirely sure, but one of our listeners uh, brought up a good point that, you know, this is the time of the season where, uh, John Cooper should really start to let Vasilevsky loose. And I 100% agree with that. I think that he wanted to allow Vasilevsky to ease 
into the NHL season, especially after the amount of games that he played last year. And so we're going to start to see that through this month of January and, and potentially February as well. Like I said on previous episodes, very crucial games coming up, especially in this month of January, especially coming back, coming out of a very successful month of December. So very excited for this, you know, a little bit of a hiccup here in the road as the lightning continue to stay, play hot and play very good hockey as, as while we continue to see Nikita Kucherov, uh, solidify himself as one of the point score top point scorers in the league and we start to see uh Braden point continue not even start but we continue to see him uh make the case for himself being in the top five of nhl players so really excited to see how these next couple of games unfold and as always please like and subscribe to the podcast Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're available wherever podcasts are. So that's that's Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you you can listen to a podcast. We're there, and and always, always remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that thumbs up button. Drop a notification. Hit that notification bell and drop a comment below. How are you feeling about this Lightning game? Uh, are you as optimistic as I am? I I saw a lot of good things. I saw a lot of fight out of this team. I didn't see a team that all at any point was panicked throughout the course of this game because I'm not going to sit here and say that this was more of a matter of a game where the lightning were off because they, they simply just weren't, they were playing well. It was just a matter of the fact that the wild just happened to be the better team last night. Uh, So that's, that's it. That's, and you know, when you look at, the way that Point and Kucherov are playing, it's very encouraging because, like I said, when those two guys are on, uh, the rest of this team uh, plays well, and you're gonna you're gonna continue to see production like you've seen, like I spoke about in the last episode from guys like Alex Kalorn. You know, you're gonna see Stam Co start to pick things up again. Hopefully, we could see Ross Colton uh, kind of just figure it out. I'm I'm starting to see more and more frustration out there from him. Uh, Ross is very talented scorer, and and I think it's just a matter of him just slowing the game down and taking it shift by shift. So uh, hopefully we could get Ross Colton going in the month of January. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about the Jets game, and Friday night we'll recap that game, or or you know we'll we'll talk about some other stuff surrounding this team as well. So keep an eye out for that. But in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host Adam Tanker. I'll talk to you next.